Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Four Things Podcast. Now, if you listen to the Bobby Bone Show, then you are likely familiar with Bobby's fiance, Caitlin Parker. And I don't know, for some reason, if you listen to my podcast and you don't know of the Bobby Bone Show, that might be kind of weird. I feel like that's how most people find me, but maybe not. Either way, you should try to listen to the Bobby Bone Show. I feel like we have a lot of fun over there. So you may not know of Caitlin if you don't listen to the show, but she is here with me for all four things and uh, she's going to break everything down with me and I'm going to do something fun. We're going to actually do like four things inside each thing. So we're going to cover almost like 16 things. Just to give y'all a little menu of what's to come, we're going to talk about four things that Caitlin has learned from therapy. We're also going to get into four things that Caitlin is thankful for, big on gratitude here, well, and therapy too. 
I feel like every episode I work in some form of therapy and gratitude. Good. Then for the second thing, we're going to get into TV shows. I want to hear from Caitlin for that she has to recommend for us because I feel like no matter where you are with your TV watching or maybe even book reading, like once you finish something, you're always looking for something else and someone else might have something to share with you that you're like, oh, I haven't ever watched that yet. And then for the fourth thing, I want to get into four of Caitlin's favorite recipes and some that y'all maybe want to try out. And we also have a place where you can actually go learn how to make the recipes because Caitlin has a cooking show on YouTube called Unfancy Cooking. That is what you have in store. And we're going to go ahead and get right into the therapy talk. So Caitlin, share with us four things that you have learned in therapy. Okay. Thing one, the first thing is what is true about yourself? So sounds cheesy, but Amy and I made these bracelets I don't know, a couple months ago, probably. That was a while ago. Yeah. And they said not true. And they were basically just to combat our spiraling thoughts about ourselves, whether it be something we think on our own about ourselves or something we have seen someone comment about ourselves or heard someone say about ourselves. So we made these bracelets. They say not true. And they were basically just a quick reminder to look down at your wrist and remind yourself to shut off that thought process. Stop thinking whatever negative thing you're thinking about yourself. It is not true. However, I was talking about this with my therapist and she told me that the step further would be to say, what is true? Because a lot of times it's just not enough to shut down that spiraling thought because it's still kind of living in the back of your head. You then need to assign what is true in relation to whatever topic you're thinking about. So, I mean, for me, this has been helpful in this new life with Bobby where I'm more public. I used to have a private Instagram and only my like mom would comment on it. And it was all very positive. And then I made this transition into dating Bobby and then becoming a, a little bit more public just to listeners and people who follow him. And, and I would get a lot of positive things, but I would also get some negative things and I would dwell on those negative things. And they were just almost heartbreaking. Yeah. People online can be brutal. (laughs) Brutal. And I had a really hard time digesting all of that and knowing how to deal with it. So my therapist would say, when you read something bad about yourself, you need to not only say that's not true, but say, okay, this person is calling me a when I get a lot is gold digger. (laughs) So this person's calling you a gold digger. That is not true. Don't stop there. What is true about yourself? So when I would think about this particular comment that seems to keep coming to surface, I would say, okay, I'm not a gold digger. What is true about myself? I am a hard worker. I have graduated college. I got a master's degree. I have a good job. I'm smart. And that would help me get myself out of that hole of spiraling. It wouldn't just end with, no, I'm not a gold digger. So that's step one, but then step two, and I I have had similar advice in therapy as well. And I think it's important for people to realize too, maybe it's not a comment on Instagram that's the lie. Maybe it's coming from a friend or a family member or a significant other, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whatever. Somewhere you might be hearing things about yourself that you know are not true and you need to combat them. And this yeah. is this is a way to do it. I mean, my whole life I had labels put on me, just like we all do, but they were from friends and family. So I just, I took them to be true. These people know me really well. They're saying this positive thing about me or they're saying this, you know, kind of negative thing about me. And that, that just must be what is true because they know me so well, but it's not always the case. Regardless of if what they're saying is true or not true, you need to think about that for yourself. Yeah, I think that's wise advice. Yeah. So 
what's another thing that you have learned from therapy? Another thing I've learned from therapy is how to take a compliment. So that's hard for a lot of people. So what does that look like for you? I mean, I'm terrible at taking compliments. Like I could spend hours shopping for the perfect outfit, wear it for you, like style it great and like want so badly for you to notice. But if you told me you, you look so cute tonight, I'd be like, no, this is so disgusting. Like <laughs> I found this in the bottom of my closet. I cannot take a compliment. Don't know what it is, but I think a lot of people are like that. So my therapist showed me this TikTok that was this girl and she was saying, the next time a guy calls me beautiful, I'm going to say yes and just stop there. That was the end of the TikTok. That was the end of the TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Which I have learned that's like probably a bit aggressive because I told Amy and a few other friends about this TikTok and they're like, maybe start with thank you. Right. Because, <laughs> well, because I think, Caitlin, maybe your therapist was being really forward with it so that you would get the message. Yeah. But then it was at your <laughs> birthday party. We were all complimenting you and you just looked at us and you're like, yeah, yeah. And so we were confused. And then you told us about the TikTok and we thought, okay, but surely your therapist meant like, yeah, internally you're supposed to own it. Like, yeah, yeah, I look good. But outwardly you make sure to tell the person, thank you. And you were like, no, I'm just supposed to say, yeah. (laughs) No, it just ends with, yeah. Yeah. So I circled back with her. She did in fact say, say thank you. That's important. But I think you should take that yeah energy into your thank you. Yes. You know, because sometimes we say thank you almost apologetically, like, oh my God, thanks. Like, oh, don't say anything nice about me. But instead say, thank you. Yeah. See? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Thank you. (laughs) I love that one. And I think it's for the person that is giving the compliment too. It's also like you're respecting the fact that they're taking the time to do that. And you're giving them the credit that they're being genuine. When we kind of blow it off, it's like, you're also sending a message to them like, I don't really care about what you're telling me right now. I just am showing you how I feel on the inside and it's that I'm having an awkward time with your compliment. Right. But like if if we're taking the time to compliment someone, wouldn't it be awesome just to hear like, ah, thank you. Yes. Back. And yes. so we need to make sure we deliver that. I think that that's healthy advice. Give us another therapy okay. tool. Okay. Third bit of therapy advice is recognizing your triggers for whatever you're struggling with. For me in the past, it's been around disordered eating. So I would say my third piece of advice would be to delete my fitness pal off your phone. If you have that app on your phone (laughs) and you have disordered habits in any way, shape or form, which I had something printed out here, not even for us talking about it, but I thought maybe I would get into it somehow. Dietitian Deanna had put on Instagram, how to know when to stop using my fitness pal and tell me if you resonate with any of these. And I'm actually glad you brought this up because this week is NIDA week, which is National Eating Disorder Awareness. And I did a whole thing on it on my Tuesday fifth thing. I didn't know for sure if it would come up with us today, but I am glad it is because we need to bring as much awareness to this as possible. And people may not ever know that you struggled with something like that. And I want you to share more of that in a second. But for my fitness pal, you track perfect days, but anytime you go over your allotted calories or eat something extra, you just totally go overboard, like last supper mentality, because you already blew it and you know you definitely can't track that day. Yep. (laughs) Check. 
She also put, you feel out of control around food unless it's calculated. Oh yeah. She also put, it spits out 1200 calories for you because you want to lose weight quickly and you're starving every day. 100%. You eat mostly things with a label, protein bars, packaged foods, instead of mixed meals like soups or casseroles because you feel better knowing the calorie amounts listed. Right. And it is far too difficult to enter in like one tablespoon of olive oil and (laughs) a dash of salt. Like I became obsessed It's exhausting. Yes. Another thing she listed was you judge yourself by the success you see of trying to eat under your goal, especially when they tell you you would weigh blank amount in four weeks every day if you ate clean like today. Thank God I never found that function of the app. Yeah, I don't think I used that one either. But those are things that she listed as red flags, which I'm sure you had your own red flags. I feel like a lot of these were on there. Oh, yeah. And so why did therapy bring you that realization like you don't need that app? Well, I think the biggest thing was kind of getting back to figuring out where my worth came from. The most important thing to me is my faith. And I mean, I remember us having this conversation before it might not have been directly related to food, but my faith is very important to me. If God says I'm loved and I'm approved of, like why am I finding worth in anything else, let alone like what my body looks like? So I think the biggest thing for me was to just like go back to the basics of where is my worth coming from? Number one, my worth is coming from my relationship with God and who he says I am. Number two, my worth is coming from the friend I am, the fiance I am, the person I am versus anything about my physical appearance. So that's been very, very important for my transition out of any sort of disordered eating. Yeah. It's like uh, valuing the other parts of yourself over how you look. And I feel like I can speak to this. You can say if you agree, Caitlin, but like we spend so much time either calculating what we're going to eat, planning what we're going to eat, working out, doing all these crazy things to where our, our world is so small. And then we're not any of those good things. We're not a good friend. We're not a good fiance, wife, sister, or whatever else, because we're so consumed with that one thing. And eating disorders, by the way, I'll just clarify, aren't always based on looks. I think that's a misconception. Now, for some people, it absolutely is. You dig a little deeper, there might be some other things going on, but everybody's journey is different. I just want to say that, especially since it's need a week, that sometimes people are like, oh, why are you just so obsessed with being skinny? Why would you do that to your body? Why would you starve yourself or throw up or over-exercise? Well, it's, it's not just about the looks. Again, sometimes it can be, but eating disorders are wrapped up in all different kinds of packages. And there's a lot of layers underneath that. And there can be a lot of depression Mm -hmm. and insert any other thing that someone might be going through that is manifesting itself as an eating disorder. So if you're struggling, I just want to make sure that you know, even whatever the root cause of it is, just that you're not alone. No, you're not alone. In fact, I can think of a lot of people who are likely in the middle of some sort of disordered eating pattern and just don't even recognize it. I mean, I didn't recognize it for the longest time. Well, because you lived in LA and that was normal there. It's a, a trigger around every corner. I love LA. Don't get me wrong. I love the beach, love the weather. It's a great city. But the culture there is one that promotes unhealthy habits and eating and exercising. So it was almost like when I moved to Nashville, I kind of snapped out of that because I wasn't being triggered every day. You're able to just breathe. Yeah. You realize, okay, that is, that's a trigger. Mm -hmm. And not that you can't go back to LA or be friends with people there, but you might have to set boundaries. I might have to not go to dinner with them. (laughs) 
Because the dinner experience looks a lot different. A lot different. I know one time I was out to dinner with you and Kelly, Velvet's Edge, mm-hmm. Kelly, and somehow it came up that you would plate compare. Yes. But it was when someone would order the same food as me, because that was like an exact measure of how much I was eating. Like they had the same thing on their plate. So did I. If I ate more than them, it was obvious, right? Because we had the same exact thing. And then you would be like, oh, I can't take another bite because they didn't take another <laughs> right. bite. Like, we're like in a bite <laughs> off. You know, it's ironic talking about this and then circling back to the first thing you learn in therapy of what is true is because I know that some people, some of the lies and the rude comments that they put up are, you need to eat a burger. Yes. Or you're built like a 12-year-old boy. Yes. Or like, wh- where, wh- why does someone feel the need to tell you that? I don't know. I don't know. And it's just, I mean, I think I wrote back to someone and I've learned writing back is just not very helpful sometimes, but someone did send me a DM very, very hurtful and hateful about my body. But I just wrote back like, honestly, you just have no idea what people are going through. I hope that you choose your words more kindly. Right. Especially when it's something about someone's physical appearance. I mean, that can just be so triggering. Last week on the podcast, I did a whole thing of 11 ways to compliment someone without even talking about their looks. Yeah. Because I think that's where we need to shift the compliments too. And I would just like to tell you what is true is you don't need to eat a burger because I've seen you eat them. Right. You're good. (laughs) Thank you. And you don't look like a 12-year-old boy. I appreciate You're a radiant woman. Thank you. Yes. I cry. And so now for your fourth and final thing that you've learned from therapy. Stop saying sorry for things you should not be sorry for. Oh, I love that. I apologize often for crying, which we should never really apologize for our emotions. No, I apologize for just like standing in my own space. If someone needs to get by me, I'm like, oh, sorry that I was already standing here (laughs) when you decided to blow by me. Yeah, why would we apologize? I don't know, but this isn't actually from therapy. It was from the one random girl that I met a couple years ago at my sister-in-law's dad's 70th birthday party. She was a photographer and she was waiting to take a photo of me and my brother and my sister-in-law, I think. And I had been in the bathroom and I noticed they were waiting on me. So I ran out and I was like, I'm so sorry, I'm late. And she said, don't ever say sorry for taking your own time. Instead, switch it and thank the person for being patient. So from then on, instead of saying, sorry, I'm running late, which I do often, (laughs) I say, thank you for being patient with me. And I think you can flip that and apply it to multiple situations. Like, thank you for allowing me the space to cry in front of you. Yeah, no, I like that. Thank you for allowing me to do what I needed to do for myself. Like we apologize sometimes for taking care of our own business. Like just because we're busy, sometimes we apologize for that too. Right. And I don't think we, that's necessary. Now, yeah, if we've hurt somebody's feelings or were unreasonably late, have you done the whole, thank you for being patient with me to Bobby? because he's such a stickler on time. I don't even acknowledge it. At oh. this, he just knows. <laughs> he knows I'm going to be running late and it's a non-issue in our house anymore because this, hey, this is who I am and this is who you are. We accept each other's flaws. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. But really, this isn't for like if you're <laughs> like leaving a friend hanging and being late. But like you were in the bathroom. You shouldn't have to apologize to the photographer that you weren't there. I, I like that she gave you that tip. Yeah. And Your I, sister-in-law's husband's brother's cousin's mailman gave you that tip. Right. Shout out. 
No, I think it's also just such a female thing to almost live apologetically. Mm -hmm. And I hate that. So I just think that's that's one small tip to kind of change the culture in that and to start just if you need to sometimes acknowledge that maybe what you're doing is odd or wasn't the most polite, like being late or crying in the middle of a supermarket or whatever it is, but you can acknowledge it without being Throwing sorry. So a plate against the floor and it's smashing everywhere. Sure. Maybe you apologize. Thank you for allowing me to smash that plate in your floor. I remember I used to think my sister didn't have certain emotions because she was just very poised and composed and angelic. Like she has opened up a lot as we have aged, but growing up, she did not show a lot of that. And I think it started after my dad left because she thought if she would just be perfect, that he would come home. And later in life, she was able to tell me that, but I always saw her as perfect. And so I always felt like everything I was doing was wrong. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Cause I I wasn't doing it like Christy. So I was speechless when her husband told me at one point, I don't know if this if they had like three kids at the time or four. So you can imagine a mom, four kids and a wife, and he was an entrepreneur. Like there was stress. But her husband told me that one day they were having breakfast and she took the bowl of cereal and she threw it across the kitchen. And I could not believe it. I just couldn't. But also I was very proud of her. Yes. But also I still haven't witnessed her do something like that. So it's still hard for me to believe. But now that I've gotten to know her a little better and she's opened up more and is a little bit not trying to be perfect all the time. I can believe that she would do that. But I wonder if she was like, oh man, that felt good. I just needed to do that. Or if she was like, I'm sorry, I that. I don't really know why I told that story here. It seemed no, like it was fitting, but maybe fitting. growing up as a little sister to someone that was always so perfect to me made me apologize more, I think was my point. But then also I learned that my sister is not perfect. That's an interesting story because just you saying she needed to act perfect and be perfect. I feel like that I struggle with this. I don't know if you do, but it goes back to labels that people put on us where that label might not be you, but you feel like, oh, all these people think I'm this way. I have to be this way from now on. And you almost put yourself in this box that's just not really authentically you. I struggle with that a lot, even with people that see me through Bobby. Like I think a lot of people have come up with assumptions about me, good good assumptions. At times I feel like that is putting me in this box of, okay, now I have to be cute outfit girl. And oh, I'm no, not, you don't. like, I'm really not cute outfit girl. Well, I don't want to put this label on you, but I like your outfits a lot, but I don't want to give you um, no pressure. No, th- I appreciate <laughs> that. Thank you. But you know, I mean, sometimes something just really isn't you and, and people think it is, and it can be a very positive thing. And you kind of feel like you have to morph yourself into that. Like you need to form a like to know it account. And I will never. <laughs> Seems like too much work. Well, but it does circle back around to what is true. So we'll end the therapy discussion there. And coming up next, we'll get into four things that you're thankful for. Love it. Second thing. So Caitlin, I always have guests share four things they are thankful for, because I think it's a good way for people to get to know whoever's on on a different level. You can be thankful for things that are big or small or whatever, and then also encourages other people to practice gratitude that day when they're listening. And maybe it's one thing or two things, no pressure, but if you can do four, try to write down four things you're thankful for. And then coming up in March, we have our gratitude challenge, which is exciting. Will you participate? A hundred percent. I'm pumped for it. We're mailing you a journal. Love. Um, But 
it's just, it's no pressure to do it every single day of the month, but just as many days as possible in the month of March, just to get yourself in a habit and set you up for the year. Last year we did it in March, 2020, and we had no idea what was in store for March when we decided on March. And then you know what happened? The tornado came through Nashville, which was crazy. Then coronavirus hit, the world was shutting down. And then we were all supposed to still continue through trying to write down four things every day we were thankful for, which was hard at times. But then also I was super thankful for it because it came at the right time. So we're going to be doing it again this March. So you have a little bit of time to get ready. You can do it in any journal that you have, or we have a four things gratitude journal, zero pressure to get that one, but it is fun. And I'll just read a quote real quick before you share your four things, Caitlin, that we put in our journal. And it's from Robert Brawl. And it said, enjoy the little things for one day. You may look back and realize they were big things. I love that. Mm -hmm. We sprinkled quotes throughout, and that is definitely one of my favorite ones. So tell us four things, Caitlin Parker, that you are thankful for. Okay, real quick, I just want to say the first week in March, because we're speaking about March, I've lived here for a year. Oh, isn't that wild? That is crazy. It does not feel like a year. I remember I barely knew you and March 18th was my birthday Yeah, and everyone was in quarantine, not seeing anyone. So then Bobby was like, well, just come over. We'll celebrate. And Mary had sent me these huge balloons. And so I think I just brought those over because I had nowhere else to take them. And I, they were so pretty. I wanted other people to see them. And then you were there. It's like one of the first times we ever hung out. Yeah. And it was me you and Bobby celebrating my 39th birthday because my family was out of town. It was so fun. Yeah, it was. You made me cupcakes. I did. And that's when I was like, okay, this girl's a keeper. These cupcakes are amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, okay. So what four things you got? All right. My first thing I'm thankful for, I'm going to have to say my fiance. Of course. Very thankful for him. We were actually talking, this is going to get a little bit sappy, but we were talking last night and he was saying, but I totally 100% feel the same way, that it just feels like we were each other's missing puzzle piece. So he, you know, we just like had all these things in our lives and like not all of them really made sense, like all our weird quirks or whatever. And then we met each other and it was like, this just fits so You're just like, I really wish I had someone to do TikTok videos with. Exactly. So I'm very thankful for him, of course. It's got to be my number one most thankful thing. My number two is going to be new friends in a strange city. So I've made... Sounds like a song. Yeah, maybe it is. Because really hard to make friends as an adult in general. Like a lot of adults are at different places in their lives, got their own things going on. You're not like in school, so you're just around a bunch of people. So one, hard to make friends as an adult. Two, pandemic times, hard to make friends, not doing a lot. Oh, yeah. You moved to a new city during a very odd time. Yeah. But that did allow you and Bobby to get closer faster. It did. It definitely did. But I would just say I'm super thankful to have a support system in Nashville because that was very scary for me to not have one for a bit. My third thing I'm thankful for is I think you say Laneige lip mask from Sephora. Been using it for a few years and it is life-saving. I get dry lips in the winter. I think we all do just dry skin in general. And I put this lip mask on me every night and the next morning I feel like I am super hydrated. Oh, I just Googled it to make sure it was the same one. And yeah, this is one that Mary is obsessed with. And I think we've talked about it on our gift guide before. Oh, you have? Laneige, that's it? Yes, Mm -hmm. Laneige. It's L-A-N-E-I-G-E. 
Yeah. That's not only something that you're thankful for, but it's also a shopping suggestion. Shopping suggestion. Yeah. I would say go get it, especially for these cold, dry winter months. Ooh, and it happens to match. This is the same color as our gratitude journal. So basically you can go to fourthings.com, get a journal, then go to sephora.com and get yes. the Laneige. And then take a picture of you wearing the Laneige while journaling. It's perfect. Okay. And fourth thing, FaceTime. I don't live in the same city as my family and also just my friends that are still in Oklahoma and LA. I, I don't know how I would maintain those relationships as well and as healthy as I do if I didn't have FaceTime. Yeah, no, I love FaceTime's a good one. I am FaceTiming with my dad right now because I can't see him. Somehow he landed himself back in the hospital. He's fine. But then straight from the hospital, they wanted to send him to this rehab place where you can't go visit. And I was at the hospital with him the other day before he was about to be transferred. And I'm like, dad, since I can't visit you, I'm going to FaceTime you. He has an iPhone. And he looked at me, he goes, I don't have FaceTime. And I said, dad, you have an iPhone. You FaceTimed with me a lot before you have FaceTime. He's like, really? I just don't think, I don't think so. So I had to show him exactly how to use the FaceTime and we've been using it. That's something that I am thankful for. Technology has just been amazing, especially during these crazy times. Or if you even think for like our military people, being able to FaceTime, depending on where their person is deployed and what the rules are, just being able to see their face. Like my father-in-law talks about how when he was at Vietnam, he would send a message recorded on a tape and then mail it and they would have to put it in a cassette player to hear his message. So yes, FaceTime is totally awesome. I couldn't imagine right now trying to teach my dad how to put it into a recorder. <laughs> that makes you think about, speaking of my dad and cassette tapes, when I was like a senior in high school, I got busted for speeding. Okay, got busted. I thought you were saying <laughs> drugs and something. No, I don't know that you no. get busted for speeding. No, no drugs, but I got pulled over for speeding. <laughs> However you want to call it. I got pulled over and I got a ticket and I did not want to tell him. I just couldn't face him and say, dad, I got a ticket. So I recorded him a message on cassette tape. <laughs> no. Yes. And so I did it in a, my friends and I, my sister, I don't know why, but her college roommates, they all talked in this Russian accent and they were like, hello, sister. Like they all did it. So me and my friends, <laughs> we looked up to them. So we all talked like this. And so- not only, not only did I make my dad a cassette tape with my confession, but I couldn't even be myself. I was Russian. So I was like, hello, father. I got busted for what do you call it? Having a lead foot. Oh <laughs> and I remained in my Russian character. Like I never really said I was speeding. I just said I had a lead, you know, lead foot. Lead Get it, da, da, da. Yeah. So then I mailed it to him. And he got it. And I didn't live with my dad at the time, if you're wondering why I didn't just like walk over and give it to him. But isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Was he upset? I don't agree. No, of course yeah. he, well, so here's the thing. The way I delivered it, there's no way he could be upset. If you get a cassette tape from your child that has a confession and they're speaking in this weird accent, you right. can't help but laugh. So there's a tip, kids. That's right. Speed. So, it's fine. Or adults. <laughs> yes. If you have to confess anything to like, somebody just bust out. Choose an accent. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Go I guess these days you could do a voice memo. <laughs> right. You don't have to put it on a cassette tape. But yeah. back then that was what I had. This was like 1998 or 1999. So innovative. Mm -hmm. Far ahead of my time. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sister. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, coming up next, we will get into TV shows. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, uh, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories, and they cut out the cost of the middleman, and they pass the savings on to us So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover-up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really Any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Well, that's where Express Employment Professionals comes into play. And if you work with them, that's exactly what you're going to get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert that you can trust. And they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Just go to expresspros.com to find an office near you. Or you can even download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. So whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. All right. If you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. 
I've loved my Tacovas. Anytime I wear them or I get a new pair, they feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So, Caitlin, at this point here in the third thing, we have covered eight things basically in the other two things. And now we're going to tackle four more. We're just bringing all the things today. And I want to hear what TV shows you have to recommend for everyone. Okay. Well, first is actually a recommendation from you to me. Yellowstone. Yeah. And this one I am obsessed with, but I'm so glad that you got on the train because I had been telling Bobby about it forever and he didn't want anything to do with it. But of course you come home and you're like, Hey, we should watch Yellowstone. He's like, okay, yes, Caitlin, whatever you would like. (laughs) Right. It's an amazing show. It's like, it has everything you want. I don't know. Do you like, I guess I didn't laugh in it. No, there's not really humor, but it, it does fill that cowboy void. But it's not a Western. The reason why I stayed away from it, I just didn't know much about it, but I would hear people talking about it. And I thought it was this old school Western and I wanted nothing to do with that. But I do love a good like cartel show. Like I'm really into Mexican drug lord stories. (laughs) Obviously, as we all are. And this to me was kind of similar, but it's in America, you know, Yellowstone area, like this family, this dynasty. The gritty. Yeah, this family. And then there's all this drama and it's more over land, not drugs. You know what I mean? So I'm into it. Yeah, it has like the family aspect, but the danger aspect. And then also just Kevin Costner as like a- On a horse. On a horse. It's like an old cowboy. (laughs) I don't know. It just, it does something to you. Yeah, no, it's a good one. Then guys like it too. It's not- Yeah, I'm sure. They totally love Kevin Costner (laughs) on a horse. Okay, what's another show? Ted Lasso. Oh, my favorite. Just so good. So uplifting. I watched that at the end of 2020. So it was December and it was my favorite show of 2020. Same. He is funny, but the show I wouldn't really describe as funny. It's just like really feel good. I cried. Oh, I cried. Yes. You like learn things from him. He's funny, but he's deep and full of wisdom in a funny way. It's a good one. Yeah, what, okay. what, what's another show? Right. <laughs> I would say Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. My therapist told me last year, one of my many that I was working with said, they were basically assigning me a self-care weekend. And one of the female therapists was like, Amy, I don't know about for you, but for me, and I could never picture her doing this, but she's like, I just love a good episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So maybe you should do that for yourself this weekend. And that weekend I started it and it's so good. It's, I mean, mindlessly good. It is premium content. Right. Like, honestly, I'm, I am a housewives connoisseur and I think it's my, my favorite franchise. It's 
it's just so good. And I love a like the subculture within the bigger culture of housewives. Like they're Mormon. And that's just a very, it's just a very unique culture. They're Mormon-ish. They're Mormon. They're Mormon 2.0 is what they say. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. So I, it's just very interesting. I, I actually met a man that was a cameraman for Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. He said they were all lovely. Oh, really? Yeah. See, my favorite franchise is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yep. Great one. And then I love New York as well. I actually DM'd Sonia Morgan the other day. <laughs> Let me see if she replied. I doubt it. What did you say? I wanted to send her an I'm fine, it's fine, everything is fine shirt because yeah. I was like, she would be so cute in it. And she didn't reply. She hasn't seen it yet. Like, give her some time. Yeah, it doesn't say seen. You know, when you DM someone, you can tell if they've seen it, which then a trick too, if they haven't seen it and then you want to take it back or you want to resend it but not look like a stalker, you can unsend messages oh, yeah. and DMs. Oh, which reminds me of another thing. Earlier in the first thing, we were talking about things you learned at therapy. I wanted you to share that tip of how you learned on Instagram, you can put keywords in Ooh. that filter them out so that you don't even see comments about yourself or messages to you that include those keywords. So how do we yes. do that? So this was actually a tip from a friend of ours. I had my my comments private. Only people I followed could comment, but then I decided to open them up. And in order to save me from some heartache by negative comments, I entered in keywords that whenever someone would use the specific word I've entered in, it would block the comment. So sometimes people say, as we mentioned, gold digger. I entered in gold digger as one of my keywords. So if anyone comments gold digger on my post, it does not show up. Okay, so a way to block words is to go to your settings, then go to your privacy, then go to your comments, and then under your comment section, it will have a section that says keywords. You can type whatever words you want in there. Didn't and you put burger in there? Oh, I put yeah. cheeseburger. I, I, you should see. It's actually humorous. Bobby and I had to have a conversation. It was like a little awkward because we're like, what other words could we put in that people say about you that are mean? Yeah. No, I hate that you have to do that. But yeah. that is helpful, especially Kelsey Ballerini was on the Bobby Bone Show the other day talking about how she just disabled comments in general. So she doesn't have any, but for her mental health, that's what she had to do. Because it was either that or she just wasn't even going to go on Instagram anymore. And she loves going on Instagram and connecting with her people. So she wanted to continue doing that. But in order to do so, she had to cut off the comments. Yeah. Another trigger that I would find with the, it's going back to the therapy <laughs> stuff again, but with the eating disorder triggers, something that I do is, well, one, I unfollowed any account that would not be healthy for me and my mind on this journey through getting over disordered eating. But another thing is I go to my search page often. And I just like look on my search page, but I was getting a lot of like bikini models and diet culture accounts and things like that. So one thing that you can do that has really helped me is if you see a photo that you don't want to see any longer, you can click on that photo. Then you click the three dots up in the upper right corner and you can hit not interested. And then once you hit not interested, Instagram will recognize that and will stop showing you things that are similar. Oh, that's a great tip. I had no idea that existed because when I opened been up my search for, I get tons of that and before and afters and yep. yeah. I don't get 
any That's of dangerous. that any longer. I mean, oh, it's, good. it's a bit of a journey to get Instagram to kind of recognize your patterns and your wants, but I would say do that because it has been so helpful for me. We got one more show for you to share with us <laughs> to hit the fourth show, to hit the uh, 12th thing that we've gotten to. Okay. So my fourth show would be An Idiot Abroad. Which I've never seen that. What is that? Oh my gosh. So it's it's an older show, but you can find, I'm mean, honestly, I don't know what I watch things on anymore. It's just like I search it and then some streaming service that we have pops up with the show. But it's a show about, uh, well, it's Ricky Gervais and Steve Merchant who created The Office. And they have this friend that worked with them named Carl. And he's just such an interesting person. He's like kind of cynical, but very funny. And they send him out abroad on these journeys that like Carl would never want to do. Carl just wants to sit at home on his couch and watch TV and eat, which sounds lovely. But they send him to like go to the Great Wall of China and do all these interesting <laughs> things along the way. And the whole time he's like, this is so stupid. I hate this. They they make him stay in like the most obscure places. But it is super funny. And if you haven't seen it, check it out. Oh, okay. I will be adding that to my list. I'm currently revisiting Parenthood because I started that a long time ago, but I only got through the first few seasons. And then a couple of different people had posted about it. And I thought, well, maybe I need to go back and watch it. And Barry's obsessed with it. Oh, my sister and her husband were obsessed with it. Why I quit watching it, I don't even remember. And I know that I probably need to go back and watch it from episode one, season one, but I'm just picking back up where I think I left off. And then I'll worry about if I miss anything later, but it's so good. Oh, I averaged a cry an episode. Oh, for sure. I mean, I don't know that I want to cry that much, but it's just so dang relatable. Mm -hmm. And they did a great job mm -hmm. with that show. I don't want it to ever end. That's how I felt about Friday Night Lights too. And I've been thinking about that show a lot lately because of Texas Forever. I mean, all that's been going on in Texas is just so awful. And I wore my Texas Forever shirt this weekend. And anytime I'm like walking by a mirror, I'm like, clear eyes, full heart, <laughs> you can't lose. So Texas forever. And, you know, just if you happen to be in Austin or in Texas listening, or even I know Oklahoma, Louisiana, there's a lot of people that are hurting right now. I was born and raised in Austin though. So that's where I'm hearing a lot of the stories from because I still have family there and friends and it's just devastating. And our hearts are with you, thinking about you nonstop, praying for you. The Shop Forward does have Texas Forever stuff that's available, that's going to help organizations that are making a difference there. So I just encourage you to find a way to help no matter what. I saw that the Andy Roddick Foundation was helping out big time. There's so many different resources. Austin Pets Alive needs help. I know that for sure. There's mutual aid funds that are taking Venmos from people. Like even if you can just give a dollar, if you think of all the people that could give a dollar, that would really add up. Or if you have no money to give, just prayers are free. Mm -hmm. Posting stuff online is free to spread the word. That's just probably actually more valuable than anything is letting people know. Because even some people in Austin are posting things that they're like, whoa, I just don't even think people are grasping how bad it is here right now because I don't know that it's getting that 
type of coverage. And speaking of what went on in Texas, I want to give a shout out quickly to Jana, who's at ATX Bike Girl on Instagram, because she was on the National Weather Channel wearing a Pimp and Joy hoodie, which I think is super cool. So many listeners tagged us and sent us that picture, or at least I got some emails and notes because it's really cool. I think one person even said, you know, you've made it when you're on the Weather Channel. So that was a really big deal. And I think she even said in the clip to the Weather Channel that she was just out trying to help out and try to pimp some joy. So also too, in regards to Pimp and Joy, this Friday at 8 a.m. Central, that's Friday, February 26th, we're going to be dropping uh, some new Pimp and Joy sweatpants that we've never done before and some tie-dye cord pullovers, which will be super cute. And all of our Pimp and Joy stuff is going to be going to COVID relief. So just heads up, we're going to be doing that on the Bobby Bone Show. Thought I would throw that in here really quickly because I know a lot of you love to support Pimp and Joy. If you don't know what it is, it's just a movement about choosing joy for yourself, spreading joy to others. It started when my mom was battling cancer back in 2014 timeframe, and it's her legacy. We no longer uh, have my mom with us, but we have her message of joy, and Pimp and Joy has been able to donate over $2 million since 2014. So it's a really amazing cause to get behind, and yeah, we'll be dropping a new line on Friday, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. That'll be on The Bobby Bone Show. All right, we'll do the last thing next, Caitlin, and we're going to talk about your fave recipes. Okay. Four things. All right, for the final and fourth thing, let's talk about four of your favorite recipes that people can actually find online if they go to YouTube and they check out Unfancy Cooking with Caitlin Parker. Okay, so the first one, the one I see the most people making would have to be the drop biscuits. They're in a cast iron skillet. They're really easy. I think they're five ingredients and people will think that you've spent all day making them because they just kind of have that smell and flavor. Um, But I would say definitely check that one out. Are they good for breakfast and dinner? Oh, 100%. Slap some gravy on at breakfast and serve them with chicken at dinner. Awesome. Okay, another one. Okay, the other one people are really liking is the one I did with Eddie and it was fajitas or Eddie says fajitas. Oh, Eddie went on the Bobby Bone Show. Anytime (laughs) something comes up where he's like, tacos, fajitas, guacamole. He he talks normal all the way right up until that tortilla. So anyway, we're going to make fajitas. It's like, okay, a little breathy and the accent's really thick. But I did catch him saying it normal Mm -hmm. in the video and I called him out. Oh, like, good you for just you. said fajitas like yeah. I do. Um, but anyway, people are really liking that. But and in that episode, y'all also made organic margaritas or something? Yes, which were delicious. I'd never made a margarita before. I'd, I'd ordered them, but I'd never made one. And it was just so fresh and felt just like so light and summery. I loved it. So definitely check that one out. My third one, I would say I made candied pecans, which if you guys, I mean, I don't know if they have these like metropolitan malls, but at my small town mall, and when I say my small town mall, I meant the mall that was 30 minutes away because we didn't have a mall. Around Christmas, they would make these candied pecans and like it would just smell up the whole mall. It was so delicious. So I tried to kind of experiment with that and mimic that recipe. And I 
think I finally nailed it. So check those out. They're a great snack or to like put on top of your cereal or something like that. Or even crush up and put on top of a salad. Oh, so good. I hadn't thought of that. Mm. I might do that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thank welcome you. Welcome to Unfancy <laughs> Cooking with you. Amy. Thank you. <laughs> and then my fourth, I would say, oh, engagement chicken. So I'm. it's a whole roasted chicken, which can sound intimidating, but it's really not. It's really easy. And I, I combined like five different recipes, but the original recipe was called engagement chicken. And I will say I did feed it to Bobby when I was just simply a girlfriend. And after he ate it, I did become a fiance. How so, long did it take? Not that long. Honestly. I know, really. I feel like you filmed that video and then by the time it released, you were engaged. That's 100% because <laughs> when when we were filming it, I, I told him and he knew he was going to propose. You knew he was going to propose, that, but I had no idea. Yeah, I went with him to pick out your ring. I know, I love that story. I was like, I'm not going to do this chicken because it's so embarrassing and I'm going to really release the video and everyone's going to be like, oh, didn't work, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he said, just release it. I promise it'll be fine. And so I should have figured out when he said that, that I was going to be engaged soon, but I didn't. So anyway, yes, I once it released, I was engaged. So it works, ladies. But a lot, I see a lot of people posting that one online because yes. it's, I mean, so even if you're already married, just make right. it. Maybe, yeah, maybe he'll renew his vows. I don't know, <laughs> but it's really good and really easy and it can feed a whole family. So that's important. Awesome. And so people just go to YouTube and type in unfancy cooking? I think so. Yeah. I think just Google unfancy cooking and and then make sure after you watch, you subscribe, rate, and review. <laughs> yes. So my son, Stevenson, he was watching like, it was so cute actually, because he, he likes to watch certain YouTube videos. And I was taking a video of him one day. He wanted to show off that he made his bed and cleaned his room and like send the video to, I think maybe our husband, his dad, because he wasn't here and he wanted to show him. And so I was recording him and at the end of the video and he was like, be sure to like, subscribe, and review. Thanks. <laughs> so he, he just mimicked what he heard on other videos. I would do subscribe you do that, that at the end of yours. Uh, I mean, not at the end of everyone, but they do. The guy that films them is always like, okay, you should probably say something about liking and subscribing, but I always feel so awkward. So I do too, but I mean, I think we got to do it. So we'll just say it here because I feel I don't do it well here on the podcast, but then I heard Oprah do it on like Super Soul conversation. I'm like, Oprah, what do you need reviews for? You know, people are listening. It's fine. You're good. But it it does, you know, add value when people take the time to rate and review. I, and I always like to say, if I ever do bring it up, which is rare, that if you have something really negative to say, you can email me. And I want to take that constructive criticism. You can say it nicely, but you don't have to put it on a public forum for everybody to read. But I mean, if you want to be honest, go ahead, I guess, give the one star and leave the rude comments. But if you really want to contribute, then send me the email and don't leave that negativity up there. Because if that's the case, then just don't listen. Yeah. And And don't come back. But if you want to come back and you like me, send me an email. And if you do get that review, you're going to say, what is true about you? Oh yeah, that's right. You're an amazing podcaster. Your no. show's awesome. Oh, no, say, this is about taking no. a compliment. Oh, sorry. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I I have taken, con- people haven't been terribly rude. Sometimes they are, but sometimes people have left constructive criticism where they have said that I ramble <laughs> too long. And then that kind of is true though. I love <laughs> when, that about if you. If I circle back to what is true, <laughs> 
then I do ramble. But I took that and thought, okay, how can I make this better for people that don't actually know my personality and know me to where if you listen to me, you won't feel like you've lost part of my personality, which is to ramble. But if you're new to me, you also want to continue listening because you might be like, what's up with this girl? So I'm I've worked really hard on trying to find that balance, not when I'm sitting here chatting, like doing four things with a friend, but in my other interviews or in my fifth thing where I answer and go over emails that have been sent in, I've really tried to button that up and be as prepared as possible so that I'm not on this tangent. And sometimes I will, like something will spark me and I'll go kind of like I am right now. Yeah, but people might consider this rambling. But I just want y'all to know, like, I'm I'm working on it. And I'm sure similar to you, like, if you receive feedback on your cooking show, you would take it to heart and be like, okay, yeah, how can I make this a more pleasurable experience for viewers that are coming to right. watch? Like, somebody told me they hate it when I say, hey, guys. So I stopped saying that. Well, but I don't <laughs> know that you need to listen to that So comment. I say, hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I say, hey, you. <laughs> I say, and this might be annoying to people, but on Tuesdays, I say happy Tuesday and then I get into it. it. And then on Thursdays, I say happy Thursday, which I don't know if I said that today because I had you sitting here, but normally I do. Say it now. (laughs) Happy Thursday. Yeah. But then also podcasts are weird because they might not be listening on the day that it comes out. Happy day, whatever it is. Okay, well, Caitlin, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you for doing like 16 things plus some. Yeah, that was like maybe a Caitlin overdose. But No, we covered a lot. Yeah, I felt like it was helpful. I enjoyed it. And then <clears throat> I actually was about to, to ask you a very important question. Mm-hmm. I would be honored if you would grace me with your elite and premium talent on Unfancy and make your Alabama mac and cheese. Yo, it's called Alabama yo. mac and cheese. Yo, so gosh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know how I, I could be such an idiot. I have no idea why my sister and I named it that. My been in my family for a long time, but it never really had a name. Just mac and cheese. So we decided, since it originated from our Alabama side of the family, that we would call it Alabama mac and cheese. Yo, back in like two thousand and I don't know eleven or two thousand twelve, when we had a cooking blog for about five posts. I love that. And then we quit. Well, I would love if you would join me. No and problem. Yeah. I mean, I have, I had a cooking blog at one time. I know. That, so <laughs> I know that I'm speaking expert to expert. It was yeah. oneplumtree.com. I have no idea if it still is up and Look, running. guys. Go right Check now. it out. Oneplumtree.com. Caitlin, you can find her on YouTube or on Instagram. She's at Caitlin Parker, which. Well, at Casey Parker. Oh, just kidding. So <laughs> give your, give your correct Instagram. My correct Instagram is at Katesy Parker. Guess I never knew that. <laughs> Spell that? <laughs> C-A-I-T-C Parker. Hmm. Learn something new every day. I guess I had already followed you. Gotcha. Okay. And now I'm at your account and your last post is actually me and you and Abby at Bella yes. Bridesmaids. So That's, sweet. Such a yeah. good day. Which your wedding is coming up in? It's coming up in a handful of months. It's <sighs> a lot. I'm excited yeah. about our bridesmaids dresses though. They're oh, going to be cute. They're stunning. Are you kidding me? A couple of models. Mm-hmm. But their hearts are even better, which is what we value here for yeah. things. Mm-hmm. We look radiant in They them. look radiant. All right. People have listened to us long enough. We'll go ahead and wrap this thing. Thank you so much. Again, the gratitude challenge is starting up in March. You can really join at any time. The rules are loose. (laughs) Loosey-goosey. We're not strict on anything. So you don't have to have a journal in time. Again, you can use your own journal or if you want our four things gratitude journal, radioamy.com. Did you know I have a website? <laughs> oh, did I you not? Didn't. No? Okay, you should check it should out. Should I frequent that? All kinds of things up there. Like what? Hmm, 
like links to the Bobby Bone Show, links to Shop Espoir and all four things. I have a blog up there that I occasionally contribute to. And then also my Amazon favorites. I'm going there tonight when I get home. Yeah, radioamy.com. Or you can do fourthings.com if, if you just want to go directly to the journal. But if you like to take a D, like if you like to go the long way, then you go to radioamy.com. Click on the four things Espoir thing. Then it'll take you to the shop forward, which then will take you to shop Espoir, which will then... As a very a wise thing. man once said, take me the long way around your town. Brett That's Elfridge. right. Oh, take me the long way around this town. Yeah, it's a good one. Brett's a goodie. He's, He's a got goodie. some good stuff. Yeah. Ugh, okay. All right. Y'all are amazing. I mean, you are amazing. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Bye. Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.